Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. Welcome to this episode of Stories That Shape Us. So I'm inviting you into this thought process that I'm having and I decided to come and have it here on the podcast on stories that shape us because maybe you might have you might go through similar things and I you know if you do go through similar things let me know let us have a conversation about it in in my inbox or via email uh, or in the details that is in the show notes for the podcast so today is exam day today is exam day for my son um the twins he's taken a few exams and today's day 1 of his exams and I took him we drove an hour and a half to the exams and leading up to today I, I was nervous I am a bundle of nerves I'm encouraging him to study and watching his process and asking him why is he why is he taking a break and I felt like I was getting ready for exams and not him and so we drove here and he's calm and you know he knows he has a lot of support and a lot of prayers and and maybe that's why he's calm and he can be and he can be as calm as he is. He's, he's really prepared. He studied and I'm extremely proud of him because he has a long term goal and he knows that these are building blocks to that long term goal. And he's putting in the work to achieve the goal that he has in mind. Now, we've homeschooled him his whole life. He's never been to school and he's 16. And I made the decision to homeschool before I knew I was going to have children or before I was married. I knew from some research that I saw that I wanted to homeschool my sons especially. And so we followed through with that with that with that decision. It was never an easy decision at any time at all in the journey. It was it was challenging in many respects. Challenging time-wise, financially, um free freedom in the sense that not doing something as big as homeschooling and it's just my husband and I not having the support of a family around. When we lived in Yorkshire, we had some friends that offered and lent really good support to us. Um, but then we moved, we moved away eight years ago and we're on our own and many challenges. But as I look back, there are many things I would change, but that's one thing I wouldn't change about homeschooling. Many ways I'd order it differently. Like my husband's a much better teacher than I am, way more patient way way better teacher than I am and I, I think if we had to do it again that's something that we would would probably do differently um but when you're hearing so the, and and this is about stories that shape us and I, that's why I want to invite you into this because I felt I feel like I am it's a graduation for me his sister is you know making different decisions and we're organizing things for her and you'll hear some more about that in due course but I'm sitting and it feels like a graduation. It's an ending, absolutely, definitely an ending of one phase of my life and of theirs, and a and a new and something else that that would, would that would um that will come. And there were many times in that sixteen years that I never thought we'd get to today. Never thought we'd get to today where we are doing exams or anything like that. For one, I thought Jesus was going to come. It's a running joke in my family, um, but. There are also many times on that journey where I felt discouraged, where it was not encouraged. There was not encouragement and affirmation and, and um, no, not many people that held us on, on, as, we did, as we did what we were doing. And 
that's the thing about making a decision to to do something and to follow it through the level of intrinsic motivation that is needed to do it especially when you don't have people around you that is doing what you're doing one or is supportive of what you're doing and sometimes I feel like as I'm reflecting I think healing the healing journey is like that where you might not have anyone that is understanding of the role the role that you're playing or the role that you've taken or the the chances that you've taken or the finances that you're investing in your healing if you're going deciding to go to the retreat or if you're deciding to do one-to-one therapy long term because of the traumas that you experience you may need it long term and there's so many things I feel mirror this journey and this ending for us and the ending doesn't feel it doesn't feel an ending like uh, an ending where grief needs to happen it's an ending where it's joyful and it's a time of celebration and it's it's peaceful and it's calming and it's affirming and um, it's stable you know I'm extremely proud of the young people that they are the type of conversation that they can have and the growth that they allow themselves to have, the growth that he allows himself to have. He's continually reflective. He reads, he listens to podcasts. He comes and asks questions and we have conversations around growth and around his development and areas that he wonders if I see that he needs to work on. And we had one of those conversations last night when he came to ask me, mom, do you think there's this thing in my character that I need to work on. And, you know, what he asked me about, no, it's not in his character, but I'm really glad that he is reflective and he can take feedback and he doesn't have to take on everything everybody says. He's taking the feedback and he is asking people who he know loves and care for him and will give him really honest feedback if this is so. So sitting, reflecting on that, we we did it. We, we did it. We are, we're at the end of, this long um, journey that there were times when I didn't think we'd make it to the end. There are times when uh, and we didn't know what the end would look like in terms of uh, exams, because what we do is study our children and whatever they want to do, their gifts and their talents, we go in that direction that we feel the Lord is pointing us to with respect to their gifts and talents there and their and what they want to do and who they want to be. And we follow that that leading. We don't have we don't have ambitions in sense that we said you have to do this thing or you must do that thing. We know that they're going to use their lives well and they're going to bless humanity and they're going to, you know, um, glorify God with it. And it's going to look after them very well abundantly. And so that's the direction that we follow, not you have to do these kind of careers. And this is where you're going to do it because his sister's journey looks completely different to his. But she's excited about hers. Um, and that because it, that what she wants to do will call on all of her creativity and her gifts and her talents. And I know she's going to be an amazing blessing in the areas that God is leading her into. You know, parenting is this amazing journey of there's no blueprint for one in the sense that we can't we can't have a um, chart or a journey. I remember when I when I started college in Jamaica there was a young woman there and she was doing vitamin. She was doing some science program with a view to going on to medicine. And she said something that for me was a bit confusing and also something to think about. I was 19. I was on this college campus. 
um, not from a family that's wealthy. She was clearly from a family that's wealthy. And she said something. She said that she said the problem with being planned for. And now I'm thinking about it. Maybe she was showing off a little bit. She said the, pl- the problem with being planned for is every area of your life is planned. And you have to do the thing that your parents want you to do because they planned this career for you. So her parents had planned for her to become a doctor. And so she was at college studying some medis- medical science things because her, th- that was a pathway into medicine for her because that's what her parents wanted her to become. And I remember thinking about that, that my parents didn't have an ideal for me. And I don't, I don't think they knew how to have an ideal for me. Uh, they wanted me to become something. I think my father wanted me to become a lawyer. And at that time, that's what I was pursuing. But in terms of planning and a strategy, my parents didn't know how to have that with the limited resources that they had at their disposal. And so I've always kept that. And I thought I kept that because it sounded so nice because coming where I'm coming from and, you know, how she looked. And I thought I'm going to plan for my children and I'm going to plan what they what they become, you know, the stories that shape us. And, and our, the stories that shape us come from many different places. It comes from our families of origin, our lives growing up, society, the things that we experience and witness. And so I, I didn't, I, I, I mean, when I have children, though I knew I wanted to homeschool, I didn't have a plan of the lives that they were going to lead and the career path that they were going to take. After a while and getting to know myself and getting to understand God and, and learn more and being exposed to more, I started to challenge the story that that shaped the view of you must be this in order to be respected and decided to open that view a little bit, especially when I I train as a counselor when my whole life I wanted to be a lawyer. And I thought I would be a really, I think I'd be a really good lawyer, but I think I know that I'm an amazing counselor because that's what I'm using my gifts and talents to do. And so we left it open to study our children and to watch for what they were good at and to foster uh, and create an environment that they could that they could tap into harness their gifts and use their gifts and use their gifts and talents because that's what they're going to use that's going to be their area of ministry however whatever it looks like and so our job was to follow God's leading and lead them as he lead them based on their gifts and their talents and their interests and their hobbies. Because I, 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 I think that the, the parable of the, the talents extend to our day when we look at who has one and who has ten and, and how can we maximize them and use them for the, for the glory of God. And that's what we desire for them. That's what we want them to do. So as you can see, lots of thoughts are, are flowing through my mind today as I'm thinking. But I'm thinking of ending and the fact that endings doesn't have to be painful Endings can also be celebration and rejoicing. Endings can also be new beginnings. Endings can also be um, a time of a contemplative time, a reflective time where we're drawing learning and meaning and we're going to apply it to the next phase and the next stage. So sometimes endings are like that, are, are that too. Not to be resisted, we're to be embraced it. Take time if you're at any kind of ending in your life. You're, you're leaving an, a, a job, moving on to a new one. A relationship has ended. Um, you've moved country or town or house. Um, friendships that have ended. Take some time, spend some time. Take some time out to spend some time with yourself, with your journal. In contemplation and prayer and reflection, um, and 
the space to learn as much as you can from where you where you're coming from, where you are, how you're feeling, and see what you can take with you moving forward. Because I believe it's a time to say, okay, so what what do I do now? What do I do now? Um, what direction should I go in? As opposed to, because sometimes when we don't allow ourselves to do that, we make choices about our future that later on down the road we realize that actually, I wish I hadn't made those choices. Maybe if we had stopped and be with the feeling, allow ourselves to feel what we're feeling, to process the feeling, to become familiar and comfortable with them, with the feeling, then it will, it would have informed the next course of action for us. It would have informed what our next steps should be. So I'm inviting you into this process because I, I thought, what, what could I share with you about where I am and what I'm feeling today and how I feel about this, this place and this phase that we are in our lives and, and the beauty that I know will come of it. I hope that as you listen, you will also take time to, to do your own contemplation, your own reflection your own processing so you can arrive at your own solutions that is going to help to direct your life into a place that you want it to be that you are comfortable with. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story. Thank you for listening to Stories That Shape Us with Joanna Daniel. To learn more about Wounds to Scars and the work that we do with adult survivors of childhood trauma and women who experience abuse, you can visit our website at woundstoscars.com.